This episode is in support of the British Red Cross. Disasters and emergencies can strike at any time and anywhere. With millions of volunteers across 192 countries, the British Red Cross is part of a movement that's there for people as soon as a crisis happens. Your support means they can reach anyone, anywhere, with the help they need to get through it. For example, in the UK, when an emergency like a flood hits, your support means the British Red Cross is there to give the all-important emotional support people often need. Help organise cleanups and provide them with food and fresh water. And as conflict in Ukraine tears lives apart, your support means the Red Cross movement has reached over 5 million people so far, helping families evacuate providing medical assistance and giving a warm meal and a listening ear for people to talk about their experiences. But without the kind of people who support the British Red Cross, their work wouldn't happen. You make what the Red Cross do possible. It starts with you. So, support the British Red Cross at redcross.org.uk. Thank you. Hello and welcome to this week's look at stunts and action on film. And also this week we're going to be taking a look at sport because we're going to take a look at boxing in particular. Uh, the Rocky movies, we'll be focusing on that. And the way in which fighting in the ring for film has changed over the years. And if you look at the way in which the Rocky movies go from the first one in 76 up to Creed 3, uh, which came out this year. Uh, technology has moved on and the fights have moved on through the different fight coordinators that have been involved. Uh, Stallone, of course, a massive part of all of that, wants to be right there in the thick of it. Uh, and is probably, you know, very very well equipped to provide his opinion as far as uh, fights is concerned certainly as far as these movies are concerned he's been in plenty of them and uh, knows his way around the ring and it struck me that i needed to have somebody on board who knew their way around the ring too because i'm not um, uh, i'm not the biggest boxing fan in the world but i do like the movies so who better to ask than uh, one of my colleagues from the pod dojo network he is rob parker rob is uh he's an author he's uh, a very fine author in point of fact and uh, has written a number of uh, terrific books including uh wanted man uh, penny black uh and uh mort point which i like very much and the recent far from the tree so he is uh, available uh you've, you check him out online and you'll see his books if you're into crime uh, then you will like these very much. Um, so he's a crime writer. He's a huge fan of boxing. And so uh, he boxes regularly for charity. He also does it as part of his keep healthy routine because he's he was bitten by the bug, as he will explain. But he's bitten by the bug of boxing quite a little while back. And consequently, is uh, the best person to speak to, I think, anyway, because... He knows what it's like being in the ring. Many of us will have been involved in a fight at some shape or form. And as we all know, real life fights are over in two minutes and often involve a piece of furniture and a boot. Whereas if you're in the ring, there's a strategy involved. There's different types of approach. The corner will give you some, some pointers and your opponent... Uh, you know, that you have to work it out. And also, the, taking a punch in the ring, obviously, for real, is very different than, than taking some of the, the near misses that you might get in a, a choreographed fight. So we look at all of the aspects of that. Um, I spoke to Rob during the course of last week, and this is what we came up with. If you look at through the Rocky movies, and certainly the first one in particular, the fights get 
more extreme as the movie goes on to yes. the point where i re and i obviously for 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 um uh, you know for researching bits and pieces i thought right i'm going to sit down i haven't watched rocky for probably 20 years so i sat down <laughs> and watched that fight that fight alone is about nine minutes long from the yeah. start to the adrian section at the end and uh well firstly i was absolutely exhausted at the, at the end of it <laughs> and secondly the tears rolling down my face because as cinematically it's absolutely it's spectacular. astonishing yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we'll we'll go into it, but like the power of that sequence, um, and that that whole—I mean, it's just—it's bravado filmmaking at its absolute highest. Isn't mm -hmm. it? I just think it's amazing, and there's no wonder that it spawned X amount of sequels, and, you know, like yeah. trying to catch that magic again, you know. Uh, and it is magic, um, and I'm loving the fact that Creed Three seems to be getting good reviews. The first four, on on par with each other, the first four go better and better and better and wow you know they really do deliver yeah. and you get that there's a slump in the fifth one but it, but again yes. the comparisons here are very interesting because from a general fight scenario uh in a movie you can see the punches coming you know and mm. uh you can see where they're coming from and you can see they've moved it for camera angles when you watch a boxing bout you know that it's often a fixed camera had been up until a certain point i know there's there's lots of other areas now they go with cameras uh, particularly in boxing mm. but you go in certain different areas and you can see that each ah oh, that that's land oh that really landed you know you can see these landing at all but in the first couple of rocky pictures they just throw caution to the wind you know they don't <laughs> do that and i was very interested by it because the 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 fight arranger on the first two yeah the first two pictures a guy called jimmy nickerson who is a very very handy boxer lots of of background in the fight game um and in fight arranging uh he's done other types of stunt work as well but predominantly that's where his his passion is and he's very very good at it and yet you can see that up to a point that's nickerson's work stallone takes over at some point and says wouldn't it be great if mm. We sell it to the guy in the back row of the auditorium instead of the person who sat on the edge of that in that camera frame. Wh why is that? Do you think? What is th this fascination with with uh, with fights in pictures where they have to that push it just that extra extra bit instead of trying to create something that's that's realistic from from a movie and from a sporting perspective, particularly boxing. Um, well, I think I think for start that boxing lends itself so much to celluloid i think because of its inherent drama um one-on-one -on -one is you don't get much purer in a, or distilled in a combat sense do you really mm -hmm. um, and i think that's why um certain sports don't work on celluloid like football soccer for example just right. doesn't work at all no. it's very hard to find an example of that because American sports and boxing have these natural pauses for breath, pauses for breaks, which allows for things like dialogue. You know, like one of the things I love about the Rocky movies is the dialogue in the corner, like you're blowing a champ and stuff like that. You know, yeah, I love yeah. all that kind of stuff. And having been, I've been on the receiving end of a few telling offs as well, you know, which mm. is, um, it's amazing. Um, when all you're really thinking about in the corner is not dying through not getting enough air into your <laughs> hitting, body. <laughs> hitting the bloke in the middle. Yeah. Yes, yes. How it's many just are trying to Three go of them. Yeah. yeah, and also, like, how many more rounds have I got? Oh, my word, I've got to go back out. Yeah, yeah. Um, usually that's the sort of stuff. But I think audiences got more savvy, I think. Um, and I think that that co um, contributed a lot to it. But I also think that the envelope was waiting to be pushed, I think, certainly in terms of screen fighting. There used to be a very classic way of conducting a screen fight. And then when you do boxing, um, boxing like is the the art of fighting. But oh, it, I think it, what, it, what needs pointing out is that boxing on film and boxing in real life are two very, very different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, the two biggest things that I can think of in this are uh, differences are that the referee would would stop. I mean, the first Rocky fight would have been stopped <laughs> yes, multiple yes. times, possibly before the fight. If the truth yes, yeah, he's taking a bit too much punishment here. Yeah, so a lot of these fights wouldn't you know wouldn't go on very long. But again, that's not good for dramatic purposes. No. Um, the other one uh, as well is uh, there's no defence ever 
you know, one of the things I love about the, the sweet science itself is the actual defense. Yeah. Dodging and, and slipping a, a jab and rolling a punch are, is an art form all by itself. And this has never really been explored in no. film very much. At least I've not really seen it. Um, I, I thought Million Dollar Baby did a pretty good job of it, if I'm honest. Um, the uh, That's the the Hillary Swank one, isn't it? With, that's uh, right. The Eastwood picture, with, yeah. With Clint, yeah. yeah. Really, really did think that was good, although very, very sad. Um, but no, I think what people want is drama. They want the excitement they want to see the hero throwing like mad but i think they want to see they want to buy it i think that's the one so when you've got stallone drenched in blood and you can see at times you can see he's getting hit you can see he's oh, getting hurt yeah, absolutely um, i think like you your investment as an audience member just goes absolutely through the roof i think i thought that was very interesting because the uh as, as you say yourself if you look at what's come before boxing matches often and I was looking at some uh, some 40s and 50s boxing footage from films that had happened, and you see that the punches themselves are coming from open gloves. You know, there's none of this. It's happening mm. across the face, and um, whether that's softening the blow somewhat or saying to them, look, you're going to get a clip here or i'm going to get you in the ribs you get somebody hard in the ribs with a glove on a decent punch that's going to cause some sort of issue go mm. forward then to the rocky pictures and stallone is very clearly taking a beating you know <laughs> yes. he's definitely yeah. getting getting plenty of body shots at him and and carl weathers let's not deny it this guy is hench i mean he really I, is what extraordinary is, condition yeah. is he in these these are the moments I think that when you know these guys became athletes as part of their job as movie stars, and it's something yeah, yeah. that we see a lot of now, isn't it? You know, like everyone in the Marvel universe is absolutely jacked. You know, like they're they're in, in incredible condition. Mm. Weathers put himself in some astonishing shape for this. I mean, I know that we all talk about Rocky, but but Weathers is like he's literally you know, um, well he's Apollo, isn't he? <laughs> very literally he is yeah, literally um, apollo yeah uh, yeah and um, uh, but uh, and i think when you get to that point you're taking yeah it's like a leap forward in film i think i know just what you mean about the old boxing fights you know and it's all it all feels very very staid and staged mm. and uh tippy tappy a little bit tippy tappy that's exactly the sort of thing yeah uh, uh, endless amounts of punches but plenty of them and quite light you know, yes. whereas later on in these type of movies and moving forward and Raging Bull, and that's another Jimmy Nicholson yeah, picture, cool, you know, yeah. Raging Bull, um, uh, these type of movies, it's maybe limited blows, but man, do they make a difference? You know, they really, you, you can feel the hurt right through the camera, um, which is why I think, um, you know, how, how Stallone made it through that first picture is beyond me. But it was his idea. You know, he was he was the one that had pitched the whole thing in the first place, but almost by accident had pitched it to somebody and said, you know, I've got an idea for a boxing movie. And they said, OK. And on the strength of that, because he saw a fight with Muhammad Ali in 1975 and the underdog was the guy who was effectively the Rocky type of character, knocked him down twice. You know? Super. Yeah, absolutely super. And I think that's one of the reasons the sport is so loved because absolutely anything can happen at any right. time. Um, I would m definitely make a point at this at this junction to say um, I'm not talking about Jake Paul and <laughs> Tommy Fury <laughs> at this point. No, no we're talking I, about boxers. Yes, yes. Different. Yeah. Of which I mean, and I'm obviously so flattered, John, that you asked me on to talk about this because um, I'm someone who came to the boxing late. Um, I wish I'd have come to it earlier because I think my family and I would have had some very difficult conversations because they're not keen on me doing it. Um, right. So I'm I, I was 33 when I started. I fell in love with it. Absolutely fell in love with it. I fought five times, but um, in no way, those are organized fights, obviously, in no way um does that cover the hours in the gym so i still train five days a week uh, i was there this morning i'm sparring tomorrow morning again um last week i sparred a heavyweight who was 19 stone and i'm 14 so um i'm i'm game for anything at any point i've found what i absolutely love um it doesn't mean that um I'm the most popular person at home at times, but, um, and it, what it's given me is like, I train alongside some pros. I train alongside some Muay Thai fighters and some Thai boxers and, and some cage fighters as well. And these, what the lengths these people go to for this profession is, is just insane. Um, so my respect, I am not 
a boxer, but I'm a guy who flipping loves the sport and does a bit of it. Well, That's uh, the best way to put it. Um, and I've been in the ring a lot. Um, I don't know how many rounds I've sparred now, but it's um, and I always I've always enjoyed it. But there, it comes to a point where I realised, having done it for maybe, having had a couple of fights, I realised that cinema boxing and actual boxing are two very, very different things. Right. So I've I've gone around the houses there, John. I'm so sorry about that. I think one of the reasons why um, why boxing in films got a bit more visceral as well, and 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 got for the the audience a bit more exciting, was because I think movie stars suddenly became happy to see themselves get beaten up right you know like the it, we've gone from the era where you know oh no you you know like the very stoic little dribble of blood coming from <laughs> just, an eye, you know just from the nose just yes. from the yes we're not having any of that we're getting like he looks like rocky looks like he's been thrown off a cliff by yeah, the yeah. end of this film absolutely and I think there's this is more glory in that. You know, there's mm. more glory in that. Like, um, I wouldn't say there's more glory in always looking beat up because I went to um my uh, my daughter's first ever trip to Father Christmas. I had two <laughs> black eyes and a broken nose. And um, what do you want uh, for Christmas, little boy? Uh, well, a new face. <laughs> I suppose a slab of meat out of the question, is it? I suppose <laughs> new face. Uh, and it, I know, yeah. yeah it, 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 but there was there's an element of you know like. I've done it. You know, there's an element of pride and respect and I've made more fr friends doing boxing than, you know, than I know what to do with. Like, you know, it's, it's great. And every single person that I've been in a fight with, we've had a beer afterwards and it's been great. Apart from one, apart from one. Um, and uh, well, that's another story for another time. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not drinking. Um, <laughs> I'm saying that, uh, you know, you've been in this situation. You've been in, you've had the, got the gloves on, you've got the headgear on, you've got the gum shield on. You know what it is to be on the receiving end of a right jab or a left cross or whatever it is um and nowadays very clearly from from looking at these pictures these actors are going through extraordinary amounts of training fight training understanding their own bodies diet exercise as somebody who for instance you know uh, taking up the role of bond or somebody of that nature would be given weapons mm. training so they would know their ins and outs um that's a huge amount of dedication, as you've said to yourself, and you find it very fulfilling. Do you think this was another reason why these type of stories, particularly the Rocky pictures, have such longevity, primarily because it's not just a, a wanner, you know, it's not just we're not going to just do everything in one picture. There is that the character needs to go on, but also Stallone had found something that he thought, you know, I really because he gets it, doesn't he? I mean, he really does get it as as a boxer from from this role. He absolutely understands it, I, I think. And but but better than that, he understands what makes movies work as well. Right. So, you know, he doesn't just because if. Yeah, if you were going to do a twelve round fight with all the the clinching and stuff like that, you know that 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 wouldn't necessarily be very dramatic. Also, if you were to play it out um, in real time as well, that wouldn't be very dramatic either. No, no, which exactly. Is why yeah. you've got these fabulously in Rocky Four. I mean, on for your reconsideration, we actually scored the fight, and it was just, <laughs> it was bananas trying to keep up with it. But they have that moment where they. Um, tactfully they do this great montage where the signs come up for like round 10 you know yeah, and yeah. then rocky gets battered a bit <laughs> for like uh, three seconds and then it fades to round 11 and then drago takes a few you yeah. know and that's it's the the geography and storytelling uh, of cinema in those moments stallone knows all about um and i think that's one of the reasons why they work so well as well um but but yeah you if you live that life and obviously like stallone is in staggering shape in all these films um and it, it, for me, it's, yeah, it's about selling the illusion, but everyone loves an underdog. And I think if this was a story that wasn't about an underdog, people wouldn't take to it. It and wouldn't I think work, that, right. That's it. I, I just totally agree. Even when we get, you know, every time that you refresh that underdog um uh, part of the story, like in, you know, obviously Rocky One was starting up. He's in the ultimate un underdog position. Yeah. Rocky Two cementing that he's actually, you know, coming out on top um rocky three this is with mr t isn't it and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it is, yeah. and, and like a very funny i love it you know when a series takes a funny sort of sidestep i really enjoyed that as well but it was posed that mr t was an, an unstoppable you know force underdog role again you know and then against all of russia all of russia <laughs> yeah. fourth, all of russia in the fourth one um against you know 
oh, he's taking performance enhancing drugs and all sorts, isn't he? And you know, it's it's such an insane, brilliant movie. That fourth one, which is your favourite, John? Can I ask? Uh, I've I've been. Uh, I remember seeing four at the cinema twice. Wow! Uh, which back then in '85, when I was yay high, um, was a feat in, of itself, you know. But the the other thing, really, for me in that movie, that score. Oh my oh, no. word! Vince oh. DiCola really does need, you know, uh, the the biggest pat on the back. That training montage movie. I've I've never seen a piece of music used to the absolute best of its ability. Um, he paced it beautifully, absolutely yes. beautifully, and it's it, it's absolutely magnificent. And you you hear it all the time. A, a lot of people who do you know sparring or they're doing they're doing stunt reels or they're doing something of that nature. Often you'll hear this music there because it gets it's that psychological thing. I'm doing I'm doing this, and that's uh, that's the way I'm feeling when I'm when I'm doing what I'm doing on screen. It's magnificent. It really is. It's such an important yeah. film. I think. I, I couldn't agree more. And and that soundtrack, I think, is an iconic, like, standout. Yeah. Um, I must admit, I still train to it. <laughs> do you <laughs> like, still seriously. do it? Yeah. I still put the put the CD on. And right. yeah, it, it's just, and you go through all the, you know, um, oh, the whole gamut of the great, the greats on that one. I think that the, the first four are really well done. Um, I, I don't want to sway off the fight thing for a minute, but Eye of the Tiger without question one of my least favorite songs the whole world ever and yet oh, incredible. The, the, the same band came back and did burning heart which i love for the fourth oh, but, burning heart's amazing yeah but, no i know so, what you mean. So, um <laughs> it's just all i have to do is hear the guitar and go oh no oh no not again uh, uh, yeah but uh very very important and i think uh, also from from the fight perspective is that the style of fighting has changed dramatically throughout so the first three pictures and again, I keep using this name, Jimmy Nickerson, because he's massively important. It wouldn't have happened if you didn't have him as uh, as a stand-in there to, to be able to say to, to Stallone, I know this is the fight you want to try and create, but in order to do this, we have to do this. If you want to come up with these big punches at the end, then we've got to do, you've got to understand this, and we've got to understand, and doing it with Carl Weathers as well. I'm, yes. I'm working that out and they're very good the second movie uh, and that uh, double knockdown at the end of the second picture you know that's very cleverly worked out as well and the suspense yeah. in that moment all it oh, is yeah. is who's getting up first right <laughs> but they do it like it is it's a life and death situation that's what it is it's on a knife edge um and it's it's done particularly well the third one pushes the boundaries again and what he starts to do is uh, and, and nickerson's not involved in this it's a guy called ron stein who then comes in and takes over and he puts in opponents so he has uh, a david ellis for instance sadly no longer with us but a, a very fine stuntman stunt coordinator is one of the opponents with club lang and in order to get the shot that that uh, stallone was looking for had to physically take a punch from mr t right across the face in camera you know <laughs> sometimes and i know that they did that in the creed picture as well it's a timing thing you know it you've is. got a you've got a blood squib in here you've got a mouthful of water or something you said right on three when do you want it no 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 here yes like this and then bang spit it out get the shot job done but what they were doing in in, in some of those earlier pictures were that they were doing the lead up all the choreography up to the punch now that's a huge amount of work, particularly if it's lots of different moves. You're doing a right here, a block there. You've got to come up here, down there, do this, do that, then do the move. At least now they're doing it slightly differently. I, fi I find it fascinating that they've moved on in that in that way. Do you see the style changing as you watch? Uh, yes, I do. I, th I think what what um, what has, has changed as well. I think um, is obviously there's a demand. I think for realism. Uh, mm. You know, um, audience wanting more. So by the time we get to that fourth movie, you know, like audiences are wanting more. They're very used to um, the uh, excesses of the eighties as well. By this point, yes, course, I think. Yeah. So um, and also, I think by this point, I mean these guys will have trained as boxers up to this point, um, and they will be having much and more, much more of an input into what's going on for example like if they're training and they're sparring to get used to how to hold your body in a, a combat situation for example like that mm -hmm. you get used very quickly to know 
what your body does at certain points and how your body, the mechanics of your body and how you hold yourself, what it feels like to take a right hook right, and, and what it feels like to dodge a right hook, that kind of thing. So you will, you will carry yourself differently. And then once you get into that moment, when you're in the ring and you're doing things together, you're doing a routine together. You mentioned choreography a moment ago. Um, I do this thing with my trainer all the time where we go and he's on the pads and I'm on the, um, on the, with the gloves and he's got his pads holding his pads up and we haven't planned anything beforehand. He'll just go, all right, give me a one, two. And we'll start with a one, two. And they said, right, put a hook on the end. Um, and I'll put a left hook on the end and he'll say, right, let's uh, roll under, roll under the right arm, come up for a straight, right. And then we'll build up a choreography from there. And okay. before you know it, we're doing 10, 12, sometimes 15 moves right? in one long sequence that takes about, you know, I'd, actually, I don't know how long it takes. But so I can see the choreography going like that. And mm. it's in that moment with me, he's going, right, if you go under that, if you're going under there, you're going to pop up here, which means that you will naturally want to throw a right rather yep. than a left. And I think it's because these guys are doing it. It, it adds more. It looks more fluid. It looks more natural. Right. Um, as natural as it is that these people can take so much punishment and not be dead. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. Um, but it's yeah, I think it's because these these guys are in there doing it. And I think this uh, this goes further in the Creed movies as well. Yes. Um, because also they start using real fighters. You've got Gabe Rosado in the first one. You've got Tony Bellew as well. Um, right. Yeah, um, well, exactly. Someone who's had that experience in the ring. Yeah. Um, and again, I think some of the work that's been done there, again, there's a format change along Rocky four, Mark D'Alessandro comes along as, as the coordinator right. again, another boxing guy, uh, another sparring guy and Stallone double for some of the other sequences as well, and continues cool. to do so right the way through to, uh, the Balboa picture. And now Clayton Barber has taken over, who is again, a really decent fight man spent a lot of time in the corner you know, working with fighters. So I can see what you're saying uh, about the way in which the experience of having, you know, those fighters in with everybody gives them that sense and being able to work it, um, as you say, whilst, whilst sparring and whilst going along, they can, they can almost think the movements instead of having to say, as they probably were before, right, you throw this, then do that, then do this, right, we'll go and film it. They're actually doing it on the spot as they're, as they're working it along. And it does yeah. make for better viewing, certainly. I would have thought so. And I thought with more fluid um, film techniques as well, you know, like a lot of this will be done with a guy in a steady cam in the ring, won't it? Yes, you know, yes, ex exactly. Except for special shots. And in those moments, you can go, like, hang on a minute, this isn't quite working. It will look much more fluid if we just go with this. Right. Rather than, right, we've got a static camera that's got to sit there for this particular shot. So you would have to, I would imagine, storyboard far more um, for the uh, earlier stuff. But then again, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm not sure this is just going off watching because I love watching behind the scenes stuff. Mm. I absolutely adore it. And especially with boxing movies as well. Um, like what the biggest thing I couldn't get my head around was in that picture, in that moment you were talking about where Bellew lands, Tony Bellew lands a, a right hook on Michael B. Jordan, doesn't he? Yes. And the blood splays out here. And it's a, it's a shot. He takes a shot. He um, takes a shot, but, yeah behind that it's just green screen there's no people there i was no. like this is the movies baby you know it's yeah. it's a, i love how they pull these things together i just think it's amazing hi i'm rob i'm simon and i'm james we want to talk about those movies those supposedly bad movies those movies that bombed to see if they weren't that bad after all join us every other tuesday on the for your reconsideration podcast part of the pod dojo podcast network you can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, and all your usual podcast apps. And it won't cost you a solitary bean, mate. <laughs> it's like it's free. <laughs> it's just like it's free. <laughs> yeah, because those, in, I say in the earlier pictures, you'd have had Madison Square Garden, you know, and that, that yes, would have been yeah. in there. And, uh, yeah, it's a green screen shot. But that we can kind of can accept that you know that that's technology's moved on mm. to the point where you don't have to be in the location anymore but we but that you still have to land the punch and Absolutely. if the punch isn't good and if the reaction more importantly isn't good then the whole scene or the whole idea of receiving that punch in the ring in that stadium with all of those people and it's not sold properly and that's the whole point selling it um absolutely right but maybe you couldn't find those moments of, of greatness you know those moments where 
because you're in the ring and you because because you're working out the fight in the moment as well, you'll obviously have your beats set down when you're right. Yes, yes. Rocky's got to be getting a hiding at this point, yep. but he can come back a little bit. But Drago's going to come back. Let's just take in Rocky Four for example. Um, but could you imagine coming up with improv like that in front of a massive crowd? It would be such a pressurized environment, you know. I know. So the green screen thing for like when we're talking about Creed probably really helped, you know, to. Because the fights, I thought in that was super as well. Channel everything, yes. I think I, I think that's that's a, that's an important factor because uh, my understanding, and again, uh, certainly with the first two, possibly the third picture, but certainly with the first two, was that those those crowds were crowds that were were, were brought in. They knew that there was going to be a fight being filmed, but they were in there to watch a fight. And leading up to this there would have or after it there would have been an actual bout you mm. know so people they're going in and they could watch some boxing it just happened that in the meantime there was going to be some fighting taking place and there was going to be this and we were going to have filming it etc cetera, etc cetera, for a film so you've got there's still a great deal of pressure but you take that pressure away when you replace those people with a green screen uh, and you can focus maybe more on being able to deliver that punch and, or being able to react to it accordingly based on the, the storyline requirements. Yeah, I, I, it's amazing that you say this, actually, because I was at a live boxing event at Wembley Stadium, it was. And um, while I was there, the, um, the, the stadium went a different colour, different hue um, to the theme of the event. It went okay. to like a dark red. And... Um, they said we're just filming some crowd shots for um Creed Two. No. You know, like so I was there and like so some I'm in Creed Two somewhere. You're in it somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But it was amazing and they had like different graphics and everything like that. Just for like we'd all gone it was an Anthony Joshua fight, I'm sure it was. Okay. And we'd all gone there to watch this. And then like they just took two minutes out between you know, and they must have had like camera set up somewhere or whatever, and it was done just like in, in a handful of moments to get that. You know, it was amazing. But those uh, zip cams that they use now on on yeah. uh, on football matches and stuff you can you just disappear over the top of the referee's head i just heading don't know how they it's do it extraordinary it, but that's maybe it, similar sort of thing that's that's that great shot in highlander of course they come over the come over the crowd at the top which were little miniature really yeah oh they were God. you knowledge were, john honestly they were being I, remotely uh, controlled you know you no, wouldn't want to, that's a lot oh, that's extra pressure that, now that is movie magic that yeah. that really is movie magic that's now, a great the, scene. i think something that also needs uh mentioned as well is you know when you're working between a non-professional athlete and a professional athlete the mm. the level raise that the actors have to go to i know that we can do stuff do tricks with storytelling and in camera to make them look like equals but oh. The professional, the the what if you get hit accidentally by a professional fighter, that is going to seriously hurt. Um, it's going to sting a bit, isn't it? It is. But you've got to be in character. You have to be. You absolutely have to be. Um. So I uh, recently, I I there was a, a pro kickboxer in the ring, and his sparring partner hadn't arrived, and I said, "I'll go in. You know, no worries. Uh, just no kicking because obviously I don't kick. So you know, otherwise I'll shoot you." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> easy on the kicking. Get this, uh, right. yeah. And we got in there, and um, we locked up. It was great. Enjoyed it. Just um, I like a little wonder, so I was popping the jab. Um, and he likes to tuck up and march forward. So um, I kept bop, 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 keeping him at distance, moving, moving, moving. But he just wouldn't be stopping. And I'm like, he's hard. This guy. Uh, it it wouldn't phase him. So I thought, well, I'm going to try and slow him with one to the body. And I cracked him to the body, like one of the better ones I will ever throw. And he smiled. And his trainer <laughs> said to me, oh, you should not have done that. Oh, you've just made him angry now. <laughs> I, I was down five seconds after that yeah. with um, three big body shots of my own. There are levels to this game. And I, I was ringside at a world title fight in 2015, Anthony Crawler in Manchester. And he defeated his opponent, Dalis Perez, with a body shot. Body and, shots, yeah. Extraordinary. Oh, it was like, it was just... It sounded like they don't look that impressive on film, but in real life, this is probably another one of those differences. A body shot is one of the most beautiful things. And you could hear it. It was like a car tire blew out somewhere. And this guy went over like, oh, dear, that's the end of me. For me, getting hit by a body shot, it feels like either all the Guinness I've ever drank or my soul has fallen out of me <laughs> all in one go. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> At the same time. Which I suppose it's the same stuff, really, isn't it? <laughs> because that, it, that's... 
it's fascinating but in 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 lots of earlier pictures and you you know look at fights screen fights full stop john wayne movies westerns doesn't matter you are not going to be knocked out by a body punch you are going to be knocked out it's going to hit you square on the chin and you're going to fall over that's the way it works right and in many movies that involve boxing or, or something of that nature that's how it is but now you know you will see body blow after but continuous body blows after but kidney punches etc etc keep going keep going the, the rapid rapid fire punching and uh you know knowing your anatomy has got to be another major factor knowing where those zones are where yeah. suddenly you hit them and that's you know like like a like a giant has stood on you you've got nothing left and you're winded and you've got to go over you know unbelievable you're absolutely right i remember being taken to one side in the gym to be shown where a liver was uh, you know, so he had a spare one over the other side of the room. <laughs> keep them over yeah, here. Everyone you know. needs one, you know. <laughs> but it, it was amazing, and and I didn't know that it wrapped round up to your front as well. So if you if you can do an uppercut to the sternum, right, you know where you would imagine like your your rib cage meets, like oh, you can really nail the front, you know, like that little portion of the liver right there. It's a huge organ. I had no idea. So they just they literally got someone to hold their arms up and showed me right, here's where the liver is. So if you want to be aiming for that, you want to be, you know, like and they are like surgeons. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's like pinpoint accuracy. Yes, yes. It is, yeah. They know just where to hit you and how to put you down. Um and you know when they when it's at that level which these fighters are mm. it's it, you get you can get played with very easily so there's a respect thing as well you know huge respect thing like if you're in the ring with someone who is not quite as good as you it's uh, you would never take advantage of them I've never no. I, you know I've seen that a couple of times but then I've seen someone better than them come in and iron it out very quickly yeah, yeah. um so the whole thing is respect based um and I love that it must be so much fun working out a fight in the ring two guys that respect each other um you know going toe to toe like that in a controlled way but you'd still be pushing each other and I think it's that pushing that brings out the absolute best on the screen yeah it's uh, there's still there's um there's a finish point that you have to get to now and again in some of those um uh some of those fights that we've all seen right that were televised uh, fights that we used to see a, a world of sport etc mm. and and you knew full well that the guy in the ring opposite your man was only in for a paycheck right and had been told beforehand right i'm going to carry you for three rounds then you're going to get you're going to go down that's you done right happy days there's your money and away you go and you could see that it was the slightest little thing and down they went. Well, it's you look at the, the dedication between the two and even though, and I think that the wrestling has a great deal to do with this. I'll get to that in a second. Mm. But I think that the, the wrestling has a great deal to do with that from being an entertainment. It's not a sport. It's an entertainment. And it is selling the idea in certain cases very badly, but it is selling the idea that these two or these nine people that are in the ring, you know, are causing each other extreme damage full stop it's all worked out beforehand people know you know in the back right this is your bout and this is how we're going to do it super but they have to sell that to an audience and that's a big job quality wise it may be very poor but to the people in the stadium who are watching going wow look at this that's why you have so many wrestling fans and maybe similarly channeling that to the two actors in in the in the ring they know that this guy's going to win and this guy's going to lose but they don't want them to know that that's going to happen just yet or in the next couple of couple it's a fair it's it's much more than just being able to understand lines learn lines and understand your character it's something very very different it's a, it's a very fascinating thing to be looking at i think it is, I think. And I think when you look at um, the way big fights, and I like that analogy of wrestling as well, because there's similar things. Two people in a ring trying to get better than each other. There's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser. Now, I think one of the best ways, something that the Rocky movies did so well was they made it very clear that losing was not an option for either party mm. you know and that's the same with wrestling isn't it and it's the same when you promote a big fight or you see the fighters get together to promote a big fight or whatever that you know there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser and neither one of those parties can handle that no you know that there's going to be it's going to be cataclysmic for the loser and the winner will get untold glory or whatever but the loser loses and goes back to wherever they came from yes. and that that's what that's how boxers view it that's how um i imagine wrestlers 
view it as well. You know, obviously, again, they're playing a playing a script. They know the outcome. I assume we're talking about professional wrestling here as well. Like, um, oh, absolutely, yeah, no, yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's I think where a great I, deal I just, of this I, comes from. Yeah, you know, I, I've got to be honest. I'd love, I'd have loved to have had a crack at that as well, because that storytelling really sort of keys into me. You know, and I um. I love the old wrestling stories as well. I, you know, I just absolutely adore when, any mad uh, behind the scenes, madcap wrestling stories. When I found out that the whole WWF thing wasn't actually real, <laughs> right? It fascinated me. I mean, it really did. It absolutely it, yeah. fascinated. It made it, made it more interesting. <laughs> I was sold on the whole thing, you know, as uh, yeah. you know, the, the Hulk Hogan's of this world and all these individuals who, you know, were going in there and having these extraordinary fights and people were paying money to go and watch it on their TVs. And you realize that it's rigged and you go, wait a second, how really? But then uh, when you look back at that, you go, you clever sods, because that's yeah. exactly what you're supposed to do from a from a from a, a feature film perspective or a television point. I don't want to know who don't tell me how it's done. But you've really convinced me that this guy has done that guy. And not only that, but there's years of needle going on yeah. between the two of them, which has a backstory about this one, which is the next bout. And you know that this guy used to be married to her and therefore that and it's all happening. And you think, wait, the plot's just thickening as we go on. But it's all from the basis of this. Now, having looked at that and enjoyed it for a, a period of time and then realized what's gone on, everything else now makes a great deal more sense to look Absolutely. at the way in which these two things are done. It's very, very clever. It is. And it's the it's the similar sort of thing. There, there is so much inherent drama in combat sports. There just really mm. is. I know I like that um there's been some great MMA movies coming out as well, you know, that have explored this because that is a hard sport. Mm. That's the guys that do that. I asked one of the guys who does it, and he's like, You have to be world level in eight different disciplines, you know, like and boxing is just one of them. Like Oh my word, you know, that's insane, you know, when I think about it like that. Um, and um the way that they turn you into different shapes and then make you want to pass out and tap out and <laughs> kind of stuff like I'm like, I just want to hit just I'm Monday just happy morning. just to be the hitting bits, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh but it's it is amazing. But there's inherent drama in this stuff, I think. Um, of seeing someone push themselves to a level because they don't want to lose. You know, right. losing being totally unacceptable to them like even at the very minuscule level i fought at like my dad said to me um a week before my it was my last fight he said uh what's going to happen and i said i'm going to knock him out and he said um robert that's weird you saying that is <laughs> robert strange. robert yeah really robert that's weird you saying that and it's like well if i if i entertain the idea that i might not win i might not win you know that kind of thing you know it's like if you open the door to a doubt you let the doubt creep in. in and i right. just kept it kept it shut yeah i got knocked out in my very first fight and um it didn't happen again so but i learned you know like uh, my attitude changed with it as well right um but it felt it feels because i've never been in a bar fight i've never been in a pub fight ah. anything like that now th th this is where you and me differ then because you <laughs> the, the, you you understand the whole concept of being in the ring with appropriate protection with another guy who you know, you you you're fully aware of the situation, and you are going to spare as you spar. And as you said yourself, that the, the guy you were talking about a few moments ago was a kickboxer. It wasn't something that you were very familiar with, but you said to him, "No kicking." All right, yeah, full cool, no problem. And you cracked on, and you've realised at some point this guy doesn't need kicking. He's just going to hurt me, regardless of what the situation is. And then you made him <laughs> angry by hitting him. You know, so now the problem yes. that I have is that this gets me in trouble right and has done over the years and <laughs> I, i've often i've often been in situations where i've not even been involved in a punch-up but somebody's assumed that i'm involved and has given me one across the face right to, to look at me i mean look at uh. this look look oh dear terrible how this you've got to you've got to look after this look after your nose <laughs> son it's the only bit of furniture you have on your face as my mother used to say She's quite <laughs> right. um but uh, so I know what it's like to suddenly be in a situation and think I'm not overly happy about being in here because I didn't start any of this. So let me get out of the way, getting to a point where somebody will then go and you, and you go, Whoa, you know, and so that happens that has had happened in the past. Nowadays, Gosh. I'm, See, I got I'm, no idea about that, John. I, I'm, I'm, I'm none. I'm older and wiser enough now to, to 
have a look at it and go, oh, I think we'll go to the next bar. I'll be fine. We don't have to go into this one. There's another one down the road. That sort of thing. You know, you can judge much better. But that used to happen from time to time. So I was fully for, uh, aware of the the uh, pain of receiving a blow across the face or uh, 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 nobody play, nobody punches anymore. You know, and that's we, I've made that comparison yeah. before between uh, the fights that you see on screen and the fights that happen in reality. There are some splendid, wonderful, beautifully choreographed fights. Uh, we've talked about it in Bond and all sorts of things where it's not just punches, yeah. but it's it's uh, it's martial arts. It's this, it's that. It's very well executed. And that fight in that film in real life wouldn't last three blows, right? Job done. Somebody would come in with a piece of metal or a, a boot <laughs> to the face, right? And that's it. Yes. Jobs are good. They take your handbag yeah. and you're off. Right. There's none of that that happens on screen because that's that you've got the character has to be the one. Right. He that I tell you who's uh, and I really love this is um, is the Jack Reacher fights, particularly yeah. the one. Is it the first movie where he says you still have a chance to finish? You, you, do you want to go ahead with this? All right. I want to make it absolutely clear. You wanted this. And he's got the five guys around it. That's yeah. a super fight. Completely impractical. <laughs> yes. But moments of it particularly when he said to the guy uh it's it's there's only it's it's there's five of you no there's only three of you what do you mean well when i hit him and he goes down that will then decide on the two remaining guys and the other two will go they'll run and then we'll know who the big cheese is here and then we know what the score is he's going yeah 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 bang hits the first guy and he looks at the other two who are still standing there and he goes really and they go huh, and then they leave <laughs> now that's more realistic you know i but, really enjoyed that that's uh, how you can do great storytelling with fighting as well though, yes it? you know yes, like absolutely. violence in cinema um as a, not just for the sake of it or whatever like look what we can do with the camera now but yeah. we can actually tell a really good story and build the character with what we're and doing here. you don't need to know anything else about him if you'd never seen any other part of that picture and you just yeah. saw them walking out into the street so you've not seen the previous scene in the bar they walk yeah. out into the street and the fight takes place at the end of that scene you automatically know this guy is fabulous i don't know what the deal is here i've not seen yeah. the rest i'm not quite sure why but this guy is the business and you can all of a sudden get the audience behind you on that um yeah. uh, similarly with the sound effects that are being used in the rocky pictures which i find another fascinating thing which i think are in tow with indiana jones now i've said this before but there, he Indiana yeah. Jones has a pistol that never needs reloading, right? Yes. It's a revolver, so it should, but he goes bangity, 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 bang, bang, bangity, bangity, bang, <laughs> right? Fires, <laughs> fires, fires. And every time he fires that, it's the sound of a tank being fired, right? Every single time. <laughs> when he throws a punch, it is the sound of, you know, uh, half a dozen sticks of rhubarb or celery being slapped across the back it's, of a, it's a, a carcass noise, it's a remarkable it? sound <laughs> and then you go to the rocky pictures and, and and those particularly when rocky gets that moment you know he's he's in the corner it's the muhammad ali moment yeah was that wonderful was it george foreman or leon spinks i can't remember but the it's it's either the one in zaire or the rumble of the jungle one or the other might have been george foreman and it, george is bang bang fighting away and and uh ali's just in the corner right is this the rope to the yeah, the, yeah he's taking a George, taking yeah. a, taking a beating and he says hell of a time to get tired george you know because he, he just <laughs> paced himself the whole time and then all of a sudden comes out well rocky does that almost in every picture you get that moment where he goes oh no he's beaten and from somewhere he goes bang bang and comes out with haymakers but the yeah. sound of delivery is like that shotgun going off and they really accentuate it don't they I think they do. They definitely do. I mean, when when you get hit by a pro fighter, it sounds like it feels like a ton of bricks, and that's what it sounds like in these movies, which is great. And I like that they, it's got like a very sharp quality to it. Like it doesn't like draw out like the Indiana Jones punch, if you know what I mean. Like that. <laughs> it's got that, like, so, Yeah, it does. Yeah. It it seems to, to hang in the air after it's connected. Where these are just like oh. God, oh blimey! No. And if we're wincing in the audience, which you are doing, they're doing it right. They're doing yep. it right, yeah. And and you're invested, and you're watching it, and you're just absolutely um, enthralled with what you're seeing up mm. there. As I said at the top of this, 
watching that fight again from from the first Rocky picture, I was exhausted by the end of it, oh, which is God, exactly yeah. what you want. And I, I, I yeah. afterwards I thought, bloody hell, I've been in the ring. I, you know, yeah. I have been in the ring and I've been receiving those blows and I've been trying to dodge those punches and I've been trying to grab that breath, that breather here or there just to get me through the next couple of punches. And I did. I was literally exhausted by it. And I hadn't seen it in 20 years. It's so, so powerful. Um, but I think the Creed movies will go on. I don't think three will be the end of it. I think there do will you, be more. Think so? I think so. Um uh, uh, unlike movies like uh, like The Fast and Furious, where uh, you know it was only we were at picture four and we went, you mean the six more? Really? <laughs> How did this happen? Who signed that contract? Uh, but I mean, they've been massively successful as well. But yes, I think have, yeah. for 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 varying, I mean, they are polar opposites. You know, there doesn't need to be a huge amount of story involved in, in Fast and Furious to make it successful at the box office. And I'm quite happy to sit there and watch a whole bunch of cars get turned over and fall about all over the place. That's fabulous. Big tick in all the boxes is that it makes people, you know, uh, it, it makes people very excited to see movies like this. And and certainly from a um, from a sporting perspective, as you said yourself, there's so many sporting movies that just don't work, but boxing does um, and technology coming does. on, and, and you can see it from from a boxer's point of view. Yeah, I think um, th there's another. You know, just to sort of expand slightly, that I can't think of many boxing movies that I haven't enjoyed. I really can't. You know, and certainly I find it harder harder than still to find ones where the fight choreography has been bad or the fighting. The, the the actual bouts themselves have not mm. worked on camera. I thought Southpaw with Jake Gyllenhaal was another really yep. good one with some great fights in it. And he, again, went to extraordinary lengths to preserve the authenticity of it, which I think is is what the Rocky movies have done. Um, but they never did it at expense of the story. You know, the story exactly. was always the first bit. Yep. And the story is why you care about the bouts. And if they get the bouts right, which they always do, it's a jackpot. It's a great balance, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, well, look, buddy, uh, thank you so much for doing this. I'm very grateful to you. Oh, gosh, um, no, thank you for John. for uh, for stepping in and and giving I've me your it. insight. So, uh, anytime you want to pop back and and give me your insight on anything else, I'll be only too happy to have it. Thank you so much. Perhaps one day, would you come on um, for your reconsideration with a movie of your picking, and um, we can uh, like one that would qualify, and uh, uh, like so, it's got to be. Um, fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes or a box office flop. Oh well, that's that's practically all of my back catalogue. <laughs> well, if there's a film there's... that you particularly think needs some love, please come and join us. I will do that. I will do that gladly, uh, and uh, and return the favour. But uh, for now, Rob, thank you very much. Well, there you go. That's our look at the Rocky pictures and uh, Rocky through Creed, of course, and how uh, an on-screen fight. Uh, in a movie is different to the on-screen fights in the ring and how they have developed over time thank you uh, to rob for doing that for me and do check out his podcasts uh of course really 007 uh, is one of his as is for your reconsideration um which is another one of the, the pod dojo family ones uh, interesting that one because of course they take a movie that may not be quite as loved or may not have been at the time and then try and convince that uh, it's worth a look worth another go um and also blood brothers because as a uh, as a crime writer they get together and discuss some of the best new books on the market so go and do that the link incidentally is down below uh, don't forget to give that a click and until next time I'll bid you a fond adieu bye for now <laughs>